So budget 2024 that came down yesterday afternoon at the ledge. There's a lot of people who like a lot of things. There's a lot of people who don't like a lot of things. We figured we better hear from the other side right now because we heard a fair bit from the current government yesterday. So joining us on the phone today is Samir Kayandi, who is representing the NDP, the finance critic. Samir, welcome to the show. Hello, Bryn. Happy to be here. Hey, listen, can we try this a little bit different? Because I think I know the spin. <laughs> is there anything in this? <laughs> is there anything that you like in this budget? Let's go with that first, and then we can talk about the stuff that you have some serious concerns with. Is there anything? Uh, in there? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I I haven't been focusing on the stuff that I like. I'll be honest. With you. I mean, it's okay. Uh, it's it. Yeah, like like I mean. Um, the, the, the one thing is, I, I guess, um, do, 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 do. <laughs> let me think. Listen, I don't want you to think too hard on a Friday, Samir. I'd draw a blank. (laughs) Okay, well then let's... uh, I'm legitimately drawing a blank, but I will think of something. And and that's fine. Hey, listen, you're you're the finance critic, so obviously you got to find some things that you don't like. It sounds like uh, from all the comments that I was hearing, I heard some of Rachel's comments yesterday that broken promises seems to be the big thing. Do you want to start there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, uh, very disappointing to a lot of my constituents, right, that, uh, that this government broke its promise, signature promise that they, frankly, uh, you know, got a lot of mileage on during the election campaign of really addressing affordability by, by, by putting in tax cut. Um, now, that wasn't our plan, right, um, as, as, as you know, but, uh, but, but I'm kind of a little bit old school here. I think that politicians, when they make a promise, uh, they should keep it. Um, and it's, it, it's not simply that the tax cut isn't in here, um, but there's no provision for the tax cut in any of the three years uh, that the budget forecasts. Right. And so, like, maybe maybe before the next election, she'll promise it again, right? Um, and, uh, and, and so, uh, and, and it's not just a matter of the broken promise, but, like, from a uh, uh, from, from a standpoint of integrity, but it's also people are really counting on this. People are hurting right now. Um, they really need some sort of relief uh, around the affordability crisis that they're facing, and uh, and, and to see nothing like that—it's uh, a slap in the face, quite honestly. Samir, I want to uh, talk about the fact that, and this happens with so many governments, and that is we are so tied to the price of oil that if it goes up, hey, everything looks great. If it goes down a little bit, then that's the easy out for governments. Do you think that that's the case here? Uh, it's absolutely the case here, and uh, and unfortunately, the, the you know this current government, the UCP government, hasn't done very much uh, on that file. hasn't done to make things really better. Um, and, uh, and 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 to me, the way to address that problem is to invest in growth. Right, um, a lot of people don't realize. Like, like people are hurting, and and, and so their own experience in life. Like, it's kind of funny that when you're experiencing like a lot of like stress and anxiety, it, it's very natural to think that this is just yourself, right? It's everyone. I yeah. talked to so many people, um, and it shows up in the numbers. Um, Alberta is the only large province in Canada where wages have not matched inflation since 2019. Right. And so in real terms, after inflation, Albertans' salaries have fallen by 4% since the UCP was first elected in 2019. And no other province has that same appalling record. Every other province, even, you know, like Quebec and Ontario and uh, British Columbia have seen 
wages grow faster than inflation. And so they've done a better job of growing their economies than we have, right? And that's the way out. One of the ways out of this resource trap is to diversify and invest in sources of growth so that no matter what the price of oil is doing, people have got good jobs, they're making good money, and they're able to buy stuff and, uh, and, and live good lives here. Samir, I want to touch on a few things that came out of the phones yesterday afternoon and all the text messages. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones that kind of surprised me a little bit was the, the EV tax, the $200 on registration every time you register your EV. Uh, what's your thoughts yeah. on that? Because uh, it seemed like even from people who back your party seem to think, hey, listen, if you're riding the roads, you should pay. What's your thought on that one? Um, you know, it's it, 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 it is just another example, frankly, of how many little costs and fees are coming into this budget. Like, just so many ways that Danielle Smith has, has chosen to pick our pockets. Um, the one that I look at is, uh, is, is, is uh, land title fees. Um, you know, uh, to buy a house, the land title fee is now going up by 168%. Right. Like, so not only is the cost of housing higher than it's ever been and increasing faster than it is everywhere else in the country. But now we, she, you know, the, the premier's also chosen to pick our pocket for, you know, just another few hundred dollars extra that she's hauling out of there when uh, when, when, when affordability is, is, is just a huge problem. Like, you know, this is this is a whole thing. So it's not just the EV tax. It's like everything. It's the missing tax cut. It's just like, yeah, let's just find places to like, you know, just grab a few more extra bucks for you. But Samir, this seems to happen with every government. Doesn't matter which party it is. It's just called a different tax by a different name. That kind of thing. Everybody's going to be taxed. We we know that. The other one that was a hot button yesterday was the South Edmonton Hospital, which has kind of been hanging out yeah. there forever and ever and ever. And it looks like that one is done. Thoughts on that? Yeah. So uh, so so interestingly, uh, it was a campaign. This was another campaign promise from uh, from the, the UCP government, um, uh, and, uh, and and they sunk thirty million dollars into the project. Right. So it's not simply that you know this very much needed hospital is cancelled now. Um, ho- hospitals take a long time to build. Uh, we finally got a new one in uh, Calgary uh, that Rachel Notley's uh, government put in place. Uh, the the uh, south uh, the the Southern Alberta Cancer Center, which is finally ready to open. It, these things take a long time, um, and it's 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 tragic to me that the thirty million dollars they sunk into this project is now just sitting there like a hole in the ground. It is a hole in the ground. Uh, it's like the thirty million that they spent on uh, on fake Tylenol. It's like the hundred million that they spent on Dynalife. Uh, it's like the one point two billion dollars that they spent uh, building Keystone XL and then having to dig the whole thing up again. Um, you know, I just don't think it's fair that the people of Alberta pay for the mistakes, the financial mistakes that this government has made. Like, I don't think that's right. Right, but we also pay for everybody's mistakes because the Grand Prairie Hospital was a total mess and it was handled and bungled by both parties, in my opinion. Uh, has it been look? I, I don't know about that one. I'm uh, and, and that's so, okay. But, but uh, let, so I have to hear more about it. Let's yeah. talk about health care. Not enough cash going in there. Yeah, you don't like the way that they're planning to move forward in the future with their health care plans. No, not at all. Um, and again, so there is a fiscal framework that Jason Kenney put in place, right? So not my favorite guy, right? 
Right. Um, but uh, but they put a fiscal they put a fiscal framework in place where you know government spending should increase roughly by inflation and population growth. Right. And uh, yeah, the two up this year. That's about six point two percent, just because inflation is high and because there's a lot of people moving here. So when you're not increase when you're not investing in healthcare, when you're not you know, when your spending doesn't match that level of inflation plus population growth, now things are going to get even worse. Uh, you know, after affordability, the next, you know, the next thing I hear people talking about all the time is healthcare, emergency room wait times, ambulances that uh, take a long time to show up. Uh, you know, and, uh, and they're just worried, right? Like, am I, am I going to get sick? Is there going to be anyone there for me? And I can tell you right now that when you're not keeping pace with just the bare bones, inflation plus population growth, it means everything gets worse. This is a cut, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and so the budget overall, when we think about it, uh, you know, inflation plus population growth is 6.2%. Spending is increasing by 3.9%. That difference is $3.5 billion, and people are going to experience that as cuts. It's going to be larger class sizes, longer emergency room wait times. Uh, it's, 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 it's not a good story. What's your party's thoughts on the education part of the budget? Yeah, it's totally inadequate. Um, because, uh, because the... So we've got, according to their own numbers, there's 28,000 new students coming into uh, the the uh, in, in, into Alberta. We're gonna have tw- we have 28,000 new K to 12 students, right? Um, and and there's only 12 new schools under construction for them. Like you do the math, right? Like and a school takes three years to build. Like it just means that things like classes are going to get even more crowded than they are right now. And boy, I hear from parents. They're not happy about it. Overall, and as I say, you're the finance critic, so you've, you've got you to point out some things to us uh, from your party's perspective on the other things that you don't like in this budget. What would they be? Um, Any hot know, buttons? Those are... Yeah, it's really healthcare and education. You know, okay. uh, uh, we, I mean, we, 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 we talked about those. Those are like absolutely critical. The one I'm really concerned about, honestly, uh, this is this is another one I'm really concerned about is uh, is is contingency. Like basically, what they've done is they've lumped firefighting into contingency again, which is something that they do all the time. They're just like, oh yeah, you know, it's going to cost us a billion dollars to fight fires. Um, we know now, like, you know, I think three of the last four years, we've had, like, pretty big fire, fire, fire seasons. There's a drought right now. Um, I would like to see a whole lot more planning put in place. Like, I would, like, I think that, and it would, this, this is one of these things that will actually save us money, right? Like, we actually had a plan, and we executed on that plan, and, uh, uh, and, and, and we're set up for it. Um, and, and, frankly, we wanted to have an emergency debate about this on Wednesday when the legislature met. Uh, and... Uh, uh, and unfortunately, the government absolutely refused to do that. Um, and so, I mean, I, I hope, I really hope uh, that uh, that the expectations are false, that this will be a fantastic year, that we get tons of rain over the next couple of months. Um, but if that doesn't happen, we need to have a plan. Uh, Samir, I'm going to give you a chance on a positive one here. Uh, higher taxes on smokers, yeah. tobacco users, that kind of thing. That's a good thing if it turns people away from tobacco, isn't it? If it turns people away from tobacco, you know, like, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, um, I, I don't know if this is the right time to be increasing taxes on people no matter what. 
Um, and so, so yes, um, I, what I want is I want to be investing in healthcare, right? Right. Um, this might keep and, somebody uh, out of the hospital, and, and, uh, though. Might keep someone out of the hospital. Yeah, might, keep, might keep someone out of the hospital. Um, absolutely. Um, and, uh, and, and so I'm all in favor of changes that keep people out of the hospital. I'm all, oppo- all I'm all in favor of uh, making sure that people, uh, people, uh, um, um, you know, have healthy lifestyles. And so, you know what, you, you, you've convinced me. Actually. Okay. Um, yes, this, uh, this, this, this is a, this is a good change and I'm, and I'm happy to see it. It's a tough one. Uh, it's a tough one in particular for the smokers <laughs> and people like that. Okay. Uh, and finally, because this is platform time for you. That's how I view it. We're going to allow the listeners an opportunity to text us in a couple of minutes and give us a phone call or two on the way you see it. But uh, as we move forward through the next six months, you don't expect there's going to be much change coming, I'm guessing, from the UCP government here. Uh, no, I mean, they've got a majority government. They're going to pass their budget. Um, they're focused on uh, making a lot of changes uh, to, to basically uh, um, you know, um, uh, breaking up Alberta Health Services. So, in the middle of this healthcare crisis, we're also going to be pushing through a restructuring at the same time. Um, and, uh, and and so, you know, I'm just like, um, I, I I don't see a whole lot. Uh, and oh yeah, by the way, let's not forget there there one uh, uh, big signature. Um, move that they want to make is take our CPP away, right? And so you think about like what people rely on in order to have good lives in Alberta and retire with dignity. The CPP is a big part of that, um, and uh, and and they have signaled that they are not backing away uh, from uh, for, from taking that away from us. So uh, so we'll be here. We'll be representing Alberta, Albertans, and we'll be fighting for you. Samir, thanks for your time today. All right, thanks very much, and have a great weekend. All right, Samir Kiande joining us, NDP finance critic.